All right, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the Ballaholics Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Williams, and if you don't know, now you know. <clears throat> if you're listening to this, you can now see it visually, because now I have my iPhone set up with my tripod, so now we will be here on YouTube as well. So now you can listen, and you can see me as well when I show my reactions to different things and you know, just stuff like that. So now that we got a visual, it's going to be much nicer to have two different things. And then I'm also in the process of getting another Twitter account. So that way I can tweet my links out from the Twitter account instead of on my regular account. Because it can kind of uh, be uh, pushed to the back as my girlfriend. Uh, I'm giving her a thumbs up over there because she's on my iPad. But... Uh, yeah, I'm getting in the process of getting my Twitter account uh, set up for the Ballaholics podcast, so be on the lookout for that. But <clears throat> in this week's episode, I want to talk about something that gets kind of overshadowed by podcasters. It's not really talked about a lot, but it's become a big controversy as of late in the YouTube world, and this happens only in the YouTube world, it is the IRL, the in real life basketball videos, and you know, I'm talking about people like Devontae Frigga, uh, Nick Briz, Chris White, uh, the Savage Squad, Cash Nasty, uh, Too Hype, Fly Reacts, you know, people like that, that do the in real life basketball events <clears throat> now for me i only watch certain people's in real life uh youtube videos i only mainly watch cash nasty or flight reacts or um if two hype does something i may tune into two hype sometimes or mal 50k mal shouts out to those uh those guys but the only time i see anybody else is if i'm reacting are watching a Cash Nasty video of him reacting to other people, such as Savage Squad and David Frigga. So, as of lately, you know, since Savage Squad is becoming more and more popular, and if you guys don't know who Savage Squad is, it's a it's a basketball team of, of five. It's got Nick Briz. It, well, it doesn't. It's, they're pretty much broken up now, but. Nick Briz, Chris White, Chauncey, Carlos, and uh, Abraham, as Cash Nasty calls him. Uh, but now it's more of just Nick, Chauncey, Abraham, and Carlos. Because Chris just left recently. And when I'm watching these videos, you know, of course, it's just for pure entertainment, you know, that's what you want to do is what your clicks and what your community is set for, you know, what you, you have to know your audience when you're doing these type of videos. So if I go out there and do a, try to do a in real life basketball video, nobody's going to watch it because nobody wants to see me hoop when I'm terrible at hooping. But you know, for somebody like Cash or Nick that actually hoops on a daily basis, you know, that's what their audience wants to see. They want to see them play each other. They want to see them play other people. Now, the one thing that I wanted to talk about is 
centered around the Nick Briz, Chris White, and Savage Squad as a whole. Now, a lot of things have came out, come out in the last couple of days about it, and you know, I wasn't. I was just waiting to see because you know sometimes you get that feeling that something bad is gonna happen, and finally something bad did happen, and now I had to wait to get all the information. Uh, but now I think we got pretty much all the information that we could get. So now that Chris has put out all his videos, and you know Nick hasn't really responded, it's uh it's interesting to see what happens to Savage Squad as they go forward and who they're gonna get to replace Chris, but. If you guys don't know, in the uni in the YouTube community, community, Savage Squad is fairly new to the IRL basketball, and the premise of their videos is pretty much, oh, we're gonna fight, we're gonna play basketball, and we're gonna talk a bunch of junk. And you know, I'm all for competitiveness. You know, I play football, one of the most competitive sports ever. So, you know, I have no problem with somebody being competitive, especially on a basketball court when you're up close and personal with just a smaller amount of people compared to 11, 20, or, well, 23 other people uh, on the field. Uh, not 23, uh, excuse me, uh, 21 other people, including yourself, that's 11 and 11. Uh, so when you're on a field with more players, it's less personal than, I mean, it's less personal than, uh, five five ten people on a basketball court so the premise of savage squad's videos is to pretty much go at whoever they're playing against and start fight well not start fights i guess but i guess the other people are supposed to technically start the fights that's what gets their clicks but a lot of times you can see that they're overdoing it or trying too hard um, on the basketball court, which causes these issues, and like I said, I have no problem with competition, but at some point, you have to know when to tone it down, because everywhere you go, it does not need to have a fight attached to it. Every video that you have should not have, they tried to fight us, or trash talkers tried to fight us, or anything, fighting in the title should not happen every single time you have a video and you know if I personally wanted to say this is why I don't watch their videos is because if I wanted to see fights I would just go watch boxing highlights or I could watch somebody do street boxing or somebody like that and watch real fighting I want to watch more of a basketball game or more of just the competitive nature because you know when there's not any NBA on it's nice to see that people are still trying to make basketball content. So it may not be professional. It may just be uh, amateurism uh, basketball, amateurism level basketball. But at the same time, it's pretty entertaining, especially when it's a good game. You know, you see somebody get crossed, see somebody get dunked on, see somebody get bodied in a paint. You know, it's entertaining. But for Savage Squad, the reason I don't watch them is because they overdo it too much. You know... They go to different hoods, hoods, um, as they say. I'm not going to call anybody place hood because I'm not from there. And, you know, when you're not from somewhere, you have to know how to move and how to respond to certain situations. And 
watching Savage Squad's videos, uh, when Cash reacts to them, if I tune into those videos, it's kind of like they don't they don't care where they're at, of course, but at the same time they need to care because anything can happen at any moment for and you know Sav I know Savage Squad only has what two black members in Chauncey and uh Carlos and they clearly know what they're doing, trying to make sure that they're in a situation to where they're not... Because Chauncey and Carlos don't fight compared to Nick and Chris. And uh, Abraham doesn't fight as well either. But Nick and Chris, the two uh, white guys on the team, they're the main ones that are fighting with people in these certain areas. Now, the thing about it is... They're putting themselves in danger, putting cameramen in danger, putting their teammates in danger. They're putting a lot of people in danger when these fights happen or if something breaks out in the heat of the moment at the, at the time when they're trying to argue or trying to start something with somebody. So that's my issue with Savage Squad is they're putting too many people at risk. Even when Cash Nasty went to play with them, I was like, uh, I was like, I really don't want him to play with them, but you know. You gotta get. You gotta do what you gotta do to keep your audience and give your audience what you want to see. Of course, so that's why Cash probably did it. You know, pay bills. But as of now, as I'm about to explain and here in a minute, Cash is never gonna play with them. He's never gonna react to another video with them. So, in the last few days, you know, uh, last couple of days, the controversy of Savage Squad has been faking videos and paying people to start stuff on the courts now let's get talking and first thing i want to talk about is the faking of videos you know there's nothing wrong with faking videos uh I, if you gotta get your clicks you know if you want to clout chase and get your clicks that's how you gotta get them you know everybody has to have some form to pay their bills or pay their help their family out or feed their family or feed their friends you know Everybody has to find some way to do that. So faking videos is not an issue with me and per se. It just makes me not watch those videos anymore. But just because I'm just one person doesn't mean you're going to lose your whole audience, you know. But there's nothing wrong with faking videos, um, especially if you just want to get just one reaction out of somebody or just try to uh, get something just started uh, just so you can get a following. I don't see nothing wrong with that. The thing that I see wrong with it is if you're faking a video and then putting somebody in danger. Now, this goes to the second thing that I'm going to talk about is what Chris and Cash had to say about Nick paying people to literally harass and just do whatever they can to get a reaction out of Cash and Chris. Now, of course, I don't know these people. I'm just going off the strength of what they said and what they've shown on YouTube. But it clearly looks like Nick is not in his right mind. And anybody that pays somebody just a hundred measly dollars to literally attack somebody cannot be in their right mind. That's the low... Like, you couldn't even give him a stack to pay... To, to literally physically attack somebody and jeopardize what they've created as a YouTube content creator. And for me, 
I was watching the one the the um the video where Cash teamed up with Savage Squad and they played on the same team. And you know, there's a guy heckling him, but he claims to be a big fan. You know, there's something fishy about it. It's like, why are you going so hard if you claim to be a big fan? Like, why are you uh, going at Cash like this? Why are you almost finna throw a punch at him? And come to find out in receipts that Chris, Chris White has shown, uh, come to find out that Nick behind the scenes is paying people to physically harass people like Cash and people like Chris just to get his content uh, created at these games. Now, this is where I draw the line uh, because, like I said, I don't want anybody to get physically hurt. And I've been watching Cash Nasty since literally what? <clears throat> since he was on my team. Like, if you know Cash, the king of my team from way, way back when with uh, Ashley opening up packs, you know, that Cash from all the way back then before he even got to where he's at, that's how long I've been watching Cash. So clearly Cash is one of my favorite YouTubers. Um, but just to, where I draw the line is at is right there because I never want to see somebody that I admire or look up to and watch all their stuff or even if it's a celebrity listen to all their stuff you know I don't want that to happen to anybody because it doesn't look good if they're out here attacking somebody because you know like Cash said he loses sponsors he loses he loses pretty much everything that he's worked for and Cash has been on YouTube for what maybe 10 plus years maybe I think and for him to lose 10 plus years of work, is it's not a good look. So, Nick, clearly not in the right head, not in the right mind. Um, I don't know what's his issue uh, with trying to make people do things to hurt, to physically harm other people. But that's where I draw the line. And also where I draw the line at is... In Chris's videos, if you watch his videos, um, if you know anything about Chris from now, um, he goes to explain that Chris, uh, that Nick has not paid anybody in, excuse me, has not paid anybody in the Savage Squad team. So that goes for Carlos, Chris himself, Chauncey and Abraham and I'm not the one to be pocket watching because it's not my pockets but for you to not pay the two best players on your team when you go out or not even attempt to pay like travel expenses or anything like that you know it just goes to show what kind of person you are and in my opinion Nick is the third best player on the team I think from Savage Squad players, it goes Chris, Chauncey, Nick, Abraham, then Carlos. I think that's the order of how they're ranked in order. And Chris, if Chris was a little bit smaller, Chauncey might be up again, uh, up above him. But since Chris has the physically physical ability to dominate the paint, that's why uh, Chris is ahead of Chauncey, in my opinion. Because Chris can do a lot more things and win a lot more games 
because nobody that they go against can match up against him unless it's another NBA player type of in height and weight size. So, with Nick being the third best player and Chris coming out to say that he's not even paying the top two people and Chris has said, you know, Nick makes 40 bands a month. I'm not sure what that is. Like I said, I'm not a pocket watcher. I don't know anybody's pockets. I'm just going off what uh, what was said in these videos. So, where I draw the line at again is in Chris's video, he goes to say, you know, Carlos, who is th like the character of the group. He's like the one that's Irish, spring green, green, you know. He's the one that kind of makes the content, and he's a fan favorite of pretty much everybody. Every time they go to these uh, different parks and everything and go hoop against uh, other people, Carlos is like the, the favorite. And for Carlos to, for Chris to say Carlos has autism, you know, and he doesn't get paid, that looks even worse on Nick. And that's where I draw the line, too, because first of all, if I'm in a successful spot, I'm pretty sure if anybody's in a successful spot, if you've been playing with these dudes from day one, this is this is a team that Nick literally created. He found these people and created them and, and created this team so that they could travel different places to play different people and risk their lives by putting them in jeopardy of trying to pay actors actors, quote-unquote actors, as Nick said, quote-unquote actors, pay these actors to physically harm somebody, but you're not going to pay them, it makes you look like a POS, if you, you know what I mean. And, you know, for somebody to have autism like Carlos, if that is true, and he's not paying him, but then putting him in this physical danger, or in physical harm, and trying to get him out to these different areas, it makes you look like the worst human being on the earth. Now, like I said, I don't know what's true, what's not. I'm just going off the videos. I can't, I'm not there every day with them. I can't say that somebody has or hasn't done anything, but I'm just going off what is more believable. And since Nick barely responded so far, I'm going to side with Chris for right now because his side seems more believable. He has the receipts. He pulled them up. He showed them on Aiden Ross's eyes. I, I literally watched probably about 15 video, different videos before I even decided to record. And, you know, for me who watches YouTube IRLs just randomly, you know, just for fun, it's sad to see that something like this takes place and, for somebody to take African American culture, you know, from street ball and just IRL events, you know, it hurts because it's just doing what a lot of people that aren't African American do, anyways. You know, they take our content and take it and run with it and just completely overdo it let me rephrase let me say that again they take it and run with it and completely overdo it
And Nick has been doing that since he got since he started getting more more and more popular here on YouTube. Now I, I will say, yes, it is entertaining, but if you're one of those fourteen year old or thirteen year olds, I'm pretty sure who's his main audience that wants to see these fights, you know, that's what that's where your audience is gonna be, you know, trying to get these fights to happen, da 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 da. That's probably why he got caught up in the clout chasing and trying to uh, pay these actors uh, a bunch of money, or not even a bunch of money, just money to mess with people. And for somebody like Cash and Flight and uh, David, uh, Devontae Frigga and, you know, just different people, like even Ballas Life people, their audience is not these 13, 14-year-old kids, you know. It's more like 18 probably twenty in late twenties ish range because you know everybody doesn't want to see fighting all the time, you know. I'm the type of person I don't want to see you fight yeah, get in a fight once or twice, you know, because it, competition gets physical, somebody may say something that takes you off or somebody just in your face constantly talking all day. But that does not happen every single time you're playing basketball. That does not happen every single time. So, for Nick to have that happen every time, it doesn't even seem realistic. That's why I, I don't even watch it. And there's something else that I wanted to address that Chris said in his video as well. Is about the Rooker Park situation. Uh, and if you know basketball... You know Rucker Park, the most one of the most legendary uh, park basketball venues in the world in New York City, and I'm not from New York. Don't ever claim to be from New York, but I know myself that New York is not not with the play play. No, nowhere outside of your area should you go and think it's for play play. So that goes for if I leave Texas, I don't go to LA with the play to be play play. I don't go to New York to play play, and I don't go to Florida to play play. I don't go anywhere. I move correctly. I stay to myself. I just go where I want to go. Make sure that I have somebody with me, and make sure I watch my surroundings everywhere I go. Because when you're in somebody else's hood or somebody else's area. You don't know, you're not from there, you can get pressed immediately. So trying to go to Rucker Park, which is probably one of the most hostile basketball environments, especially if you're bringing a popular group like Savage Squad or like A2 Hype uh, with that type of popularity to that hostile environment, a lot of things can happen. And Chris says that Nick was trying to go over there and pay actors to start, you know, start uh, the confrontations and do like what Savage Squad does in their videos. And that is one thing you do not play with. And Nick and Chris, excuse me, and Chris said that in his videos. is And, and if you've seen the videos, I would suggest you watch them. Chris literally sounds like Michael Rappaport, so I literally can tell he's from New York. 
but that is not nothing to play with. Just everything that Nick has done so far and looking at it from a fan perspective is nothing that you would play with. I don't, you don't play with going to anybody's hood. You don't play with going to any different areas and trying to cause commotion. You don't try to put somebody's life in danger and then trying to call the police when you're putting these people's lives in danger. Like, this is your fault that they're in this situation in the first place. So, enough of the the, the Savage Squad and all of that mess. I personally, like I said, I personally enjoy watching IRL basketball. So, I hope that none of this literally happens anymore. Um, you know, there's always somebody that's next up that's going to do IRL basketball. And, you know, there could be a lot of beef that happens just with calling people out or trying to get people to play. You know, um, I remember Cash and uh, Soluminati were trying to play each other and they started beefing because they couldn't get the game situated. And, you know, it, there's a lot of things that can happen when you're trying to fly different places and you're in different areas and you can't get in contact with somebody. So there's a lot of issues that can happen in in this IRL situation uh, things, especially in real life. Now, doing this over the internet like Nick has been doing, you know, he calls out a lot of people and he tries to act tough for the cameras and, you know, he calls out a lot of people like, even little kids, uh, well, I couldn't shouldn't call Mikey a little kid, but uh, Mikey, somebody like Mikey Williams, the one of the top rated uh, high school basketball players, still in high school, yes, high school. He's calling them out, selling, saying he's gonna punch him in the face. It's like, it's like, come on, bro, uh, that's not being tough. Calling out a little kid and trying to say you're gonna smack him in the face or punch him in the face. Bro, you get no respect doing that. And that's not that's not cool whatsoever. So I don't know what I don't know who told him he was tough or what he thinks gonna happen. Like I don't know who he thinks he is, but it's not it's not cool. And you know, for me from a fan, yeah, you could say, yeah, oh, you're just a fan, da 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 okay, and so what? Is my what I'm saying wrong? Am I wrong? And saying that that's not cool. Now, what if somebody was to say they're gonna punch your brother, little brother in the face or something like that? You gonna say, "Oh, that's not cool either." You know, you can't just call out these little kids. You can't just call out everybody that you want to play just because. Just and especially if they don't want to play you, because they're they know what kind of danger comes with them. You can't just call them out and say you're just gonna smack them just because they're not gonna play. You. Like, what are we doing here, bro? So, I hope this YouTube situation kind of handles itself. You know, I'm still looking forward to uh, the IRL events. Like I said, I'll probably watch a little bit of Chris, uh, Chris White after this. And uh, Cash, of course, and, you know, a lot of other people, maybe some new up-and-comers. But I like to stick with Cash and see his reactions. Uh, but... 
the reason I wanted to address the YouTube community and the IRL community on YouTube is because, you know, for a lot of podcasters, they don't really talk about this type of stuff. I'm not, I'm talking about people outside of YouTube, such as, uh, No Chill, uh, No Chill Gill and his podcast and, uh, Shannon Sharp or, um, or the, um, Knuckleheads podcast, you know, people that are professionals aren't going to talk about stuff like this. And for my channel and for my videos and my content, I like to talk about everything. So for my people that are on YouTube that are just now seeing uh, the first episode, well, you're technically your first episode. Um, if you go back and you listen to my other uh, episodes of the podcast, you can see that this is not just... Uh, just one main sport. I like to dive into, you know, the celebrity boxing, the uh, NFLs, the, just anything that is content, I like to dive into it. And that's why I'm diving into the YouTube community and starting to uh, build my brand here on YouTube now that I've been able to get situated here with my tripod and my camera. So that is why I am addressing this because I want to bring something different that most podcasters don't and I'm not I'm just talking outside of you, the YouTube community because a lot of people on YouTube um, that do podcasts on YouTube have probably talked about uh, this situation like agent just put out his video on this but for people like that are professionals they don't really talk about it so it's kind of nice to get another voice and give your opinion as well but like I said uh, you know, I hope everything gets settled between Chris, Carlos, uh, Chauncey, Nick, and Abraham. I hope they're figure out something. And this might be the end of Savage Squad. I wouldn't be mad at it because I don't like Savage Squad. I like I like Carlos, I like Chauncey, and I like Chris. Those are the only out of the, out of the five. I only like three of them. So so yeah. So I hope this gets situated and. You know, I just want to thank you guys for joining me. Shouts out to the YouTube community. Uh, I will have my page so you guys can subscribe, like, leave comments, do anything that you want to um, on my YouTube channel. And make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts at. And you can find me on, on any of those podcasts, any other streaming platforms at the Ballaholics Podcast. So make sure, make sure you please go over there. You can subscribe, you can comment, you can like, and you can give me five stars, big fives. So I thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Uh, I know I took another week off. Sorry, I apologize. Grad school is not as easy as y'all think it is. I'm pretty sure none of y'all think it's easy, but grad school is hard. So if I take a break for a week, sorry. Like I said, love you guys. Appreciate you. Thank you for joining me in another episode, and I'm out.